brought to you by Safety FM. Welcome to Unapologetically Bold, I'm Not Sorry For. If you are a person that is tired of apologizing for being you, you know, the human part of you that sometimes feels like it has to be different at home versus work versus play, the human side that just wants to be hot, humble, open, and transparent about your wants, desires, and uniqueness. If you answered yes, this is for you. Join me, Emily Elrod, as I dive into conversations with amazing guests about what they are not sorry for in creative and loving ways. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Unapologetically Bold, I'm Not Sorry For. And I am so pumped today to have Jose with me. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I love the intro. It's a super awesome. Thank you. This is going to be a fun conversation. So before we get started, if you could just introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on your platform and being able to hang out with your audience for a little bit. Uh, but like, uh, my name is Jose Flores. I'm a global motivator, a mindset disruptor, <laughs> and number one best-selling author of uh, Don't Let Your Struggle Become Your Standard. And I love just, you know, what I do is I, I motivate, I encourage, I coach, um, I consult. I have a 20-year corporate America background uh, that I recently uh, left to uh, chase my entrepreneurial dreams. And I've been doing this full time for going on four years. So I'm super excited about it. Ah, I love it. So the show is called Unapologetically Bold. So I'd love to understand more about what you are no longer apologizing for. <laughs> I love that. I love that you do that with all your guests because uh, it's super uh, encouraging and, 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 it, and it's bold, right? Unapologetically bold. And so my uh, statement is I'm not sorry for living with uh, no excuses, right? And uh, the reason is, is because when I was uh, younger, I was diagnosed with a condition called spinal muscular atrophy. And basically what that does is the older I get, the weaker my muscles get. And so the doctor said that by the age of 15, I would end up in a wheelchair and they weren't even expecting me to live past my teenage years. And, uh, but I'm super excited because this year, uh, back in February, I celebrated my 44th birthday. And uh, so I'm super excited about that. Every day above ground is a great day. And, you know, I didn't end up in a wheelchair until I was 22 years old. I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. So I'm a, a city boy. And then I moved to Florida. And shortly after I moved um, was when I lost my ability to walk. And, you know, just growing up, knowing that I had this condition in my body, you know, I was when I was younger, I, I lived a great life. I was able to walk and run and do all the things that healthy young boys do. Um, and it wasn't until I got to high school where I really started to feel the shifting in my body. Uh, so but deep down in the back of my mind, I always knew that I was carrying this condition that eventually one day it would pop its ugly little head up and, and start taking over. And for many years it did. I allowed uh, this condition to dictate what my life was going to look like instead of me playing the cards that I was dealt and playing to win. And it was just that small little mindset uh, tweak and adjustment that I had to make and my life changed forever. And here I am today living uh, my life to the fullest and with zero excuses. Oh, I love every bit of that. Especially uh, the saying that you're talking about is you're playing the cards that you're dealt to win. And how many people 
let, like you said, their conditions or how they're labeled or what they uh, may be seen as by others, but instead of rewriting it and defining it for you. So when was the first time you started to say, shoot, I'm done with excuses. I, I'm going forward. I'm going after it. When was that? Well, you know, I, I don't really have a, a specific pinpointed time, uh, but I knew it was well after I became an adult. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was working for corporate America for many years. And there was many years, even before I started working in corporate America, when I was in my late teens and early or early 20s, where I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I felt kind of like ashamed, embarrassed because this condition uh, was in me and my body wasn't developing as it's supposed to develop. It was actually doing the opposite. It was getting weaker and deteriorating. And so, you know, I remember just, you know, even lying to my friends and just coming up with excuses, right, <laughs> on why I wouldn't want to hang out with them and go to different parties and the beach and the pool and all these different type of things because I felt, you know, embarrassed and I wasn't comfortable. I just got to a point in my life and it was it was after my mid-20s. I, if I had a pinpoint, it would be after my mid-20s, um, even heading into 30, where I just said, you know, if this is the way that I have to live, then I'm not going to live my life being afraid and worrying about what people think about me or what people say about me because I really felt like I was missing out on a lot of life because of the condition and because of uh, my limiting beliefs and my negative self-talk and just, you know, dealing with this condition. And once I made that choice that I wasn't going to uh, worry about what people was thinking of, what were thinking about me and I was going to live courageously and boldly, man, I tell you, I, I, I started having so much fun. Uh, experiencing all different types of things, doing things that most people in wheelchairs uh, aren't expected to do. And, and I'm like a little daredevil. I used to do a lot of crazy things when I was able to walk and run, but I, I love adventure and I love experiencing new things. So um, I'm excited because now, like I said, I live with no excuses. I felt like um, I missed out on a lot of life because of, of, of the decisions and, and the mindset that I had. But now, man, I, I wake up every morning with an attitude of gratitude, ready to tackle whatever life has for me and, and enjoy my life and live it to the fullest as best I can. And in doing so, inspiring and motivating and coaching other people to do the same thing. That's so powerful, and, and especially in the, the mindset aspect of it. So I work a lot with top performers and a lot of them just feel stuck um by their situation or that they've got themselves they're not where they're supposed to be in life or whatever it may be or they don't take the time to learn and grow have a lot of impatience with things so for you what was like the one thing that has helped you get to this mindset what it may not be one thing it may be multiple things but maybe what are your like top three tips to help people understand that they don't have to have an excuse not it can't be like their circumstance a label whatever it may be that they feel like it's just holding them back and keeping them stuck well you know first thing i, I tell the people that i coach is is like what what's hindering your progress to get them thinking and 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 understanding what's really holding them back is it a fear a current fear is it a past fear is it a past experience is it uh rejection uh, you know, not being accepted or being ridiculed, you know, all different, all these different types of things. So I, I ask them these type of questions to get them uh, 
answering their own questions, right? And thinking outside of the box. But once we get down to the root of what the cause is, then we try to develop and create a strategy and a plan to overcome those things. And I use my my own personal life experiences a lot because I've, I have overcome a lot and I've been through a lot. And so I just, you know, I basically tell people that, you know, everything starts and ends in the mind. You know, if, if whatever you tell yourself, whatever you believe, the story that you're telling yourself, your self-talk that's going on when that nobody knows about, but you, that's immensely important for you to have control over, right? So what is the story that you're telling yourself? What type of talk are you talking to yourself about? Like, what, what are you saying to yourself about yourself and what you want out of life? And so just kind of like getting them answering those questions and get the pot stirring and the idea stirring and the creativity flowing and really just getting them to a point where they're building their own courageousness and their boldness to step outside of whatever box that they that either they've put themselves in or someone else has put themselves them in and really just breaking down those walls and getting out there and, and attacking life like never before. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, life is short, right? Emily, life is too short. We see that, you know, with COVID and uh, so many crazy things can happen in, in a very quick time. And so are you maximizing your gifts, talents, and abilities that you were created with and, and maximizing those, but not only maximizing that, helping other people to realize what their treasures are and unleashing those gifts as well. Mm. And that makes me think of like vulnerability and you have to be vulnerable in these things. And the other thing that goes to me is in from the science, we call it uh, cognitive distortions, but like one of them is like all or nothing thinking, like mind reading, thinking that, you, that people are thinking these things about us when it's just us telling or like future predicting how it's all going to go to hell in a handbasket, whatever the saying they have for it. But the power of understanding who you are um, and your, your passion and your purpose. Like I literally talked to somebody about this today about how freeing it is whenever you know <laughs> that you're not a cog in a wheel, but you actually are meant and valued. Um, but it can be on both sides. Like we can be our worst critics. So for you, were, which was yours? Was were you your most, or, or were you your worst critic, like in your mind mentally, or did you feel like your environment kind of like downed you? Was yours, or what was it for you that you feel? I think for me, it was a little bit of both, right? It was my environment growing up in the Bronx, New York. There wasn't a lot of coaches and mentors and, and positive people in my community. Um, but also, you know, a lot of times they say that, you know, my enemy is my inner me, right? And so I was kind of like defeating myself mentally. I was disqualifying myself mentally. And so it was like, I was like my own worst enemy. And because I kept on playing over this story of you're not worth it, you're not good enough, people aren't going to accept you, they're going to see you and look at you as damaged goods and, you know, going down that rabbit hole. And I did for many years, but then overcoming that really, it was just I got to a point where I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired and I wanted more out of life. And I knew that I, I, I deep down, I knew that I had the capability of obtaining it, but I just didn't feel like I would be respected enough because of my condition to go out and actually attain these things. But once I, again, once I realized that it was all up to me and 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 the work that I put in and the mindset that I created and, and changed, that, that I allowed myself permission to go after these things, whether people accepted me the way I was or not, I knew that I got to a point where 
there's things out there that I want to have. There's things out there that I want to experience. There's relationships that I want to build. And I'm not going to let, and I made a choice and I said, I'm not going to let this wheelchair defeat me. I'm not going to let this wheelchair define me. And I'm not going to let this wheelchair dictate my destiny. And when I made that choice, it was game change. It was game over. Everything changed. I love everything about this. Um, and the big reason why, too, is because we can tie, or I found that people can tie their worth into external things. And here's the thing that I found, like, through my entrepreneurial journey. Like, if you're not going to accept me for being me, I don't want to do business with you. <laughs> like, there are so many people in this world, you know, and I think we, I found that a lot of us have these mindsets that it is just the small group of people that like make all the big decisions and like we got to climb up this ladder to get where we want to be. No, you literally can't create it. Like, you seriously can't create it. So, I'd love for you to talk about that for a minute on how do you coach people for creating? their destiny and walking it out with this purpose, passion that you have. Yeah, absolutely. I like to use what I call mind mapping. So I have people, excuse me, take out a, a sheet of paper and literally start with a circle in the middle and right in the middle of that circle, where is it that you want to see yourself? Right. So they write that down. And then from that circle, they start just drawing lines outward. Well, how are you going to get to that circle? What are some of the things that you have to do to get to that circle? Or what are the, some of the things that you have to start incorporating to get that circle and make that place that's in that circle become a reality? So we start branching out from there and we start mind mapping. Okay, we need to uh, start getting more discipline. We need to get more focus. We need more clarity. We need more organization. We need more development, uh, more personal development or business development. Uh, we need to, you know, all these different things. And you just start mapping it out. And then you continue to grow that circle and those lines and more circles and lines and more circles. And so it's basically reverse engineering everything, right? You want to get to, you want to get to the promised land. How do you get there? You have to cross some bridges. You have to go over some water, climb some mountains, uh, you know, meet these people. Like, what does that look like? So when you have it on paper, you can see it like, oh, wow, this is what this is what the strategy looks like. This is the map on how to get to that centerpiece. Right. And not peace, P-I-E-C-E, but P-E-A-C-E. Right. Because that's where we're all in search for. Uh, in our lives is just more peace, love and, and happiness. Right. So how can we create that and how can we get there? And then again, just just kind of like asking them questions and helping them answer their own questions on how and what they need to do. Because at the end of the day, I don't know every single detail about the people that I'm coaching. I don't know every single strength, every single weakness, unless they share it with me. Right. But what I try to do is I try to get them to see their strengths and their weaknesses and, and, and then create a plan with both of those combined because we all have them. And how can we execute on this plan? Yeah, that's so important, too, because that's what we talk about, your uh, fears, failures and flaws. Like, what are those things that, you know, are weaknesses, but we we don't want to ruminate and just continue to think and think and think about it. But we do want to bring them to the table. Um, but what it makes me think is that with the processes and the weaknesses that may come, that they're benefits for us. Like sometimes I've seen what is very Strength can also be a weakness. So how, do you see that in your your coaching? Uh, you know, most of the time I see people's people are are struggling with their own capabilities and their own limiting beliefs. 
right? We're programmed from babies on how, you know, depending upon what culture we grow in, uh, grow up in, what environment we grow up in, uh, we're programmed. And even in our country, in the United States as a whole, there's a specific type of programming that we're programmed uh, at, from birth with. And so sometimes it's just breaking those, you know, deleting those programs and reinstalling new programs and new programming. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I grew up in the Bronx, New York. I didn't know any millionaires. I didn't know even people who were making six figures. And so when you're not exposed to that type of stuff, then, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And then you don't even know that you don't know it until somebody tells you about it, right? And so that's why I'm always about learning and growing because in the learning and growing, that's when you're expanding your mind, you expand your thought process, you expand your way of thinking, your way of believing and your way of being. And then that opens the doors for opportunities, connections, resources, and abundance in your life. I think that's powerful. And it makes me think of one of the most common ones that I've seen in trending and even in my own self. And that I can go for a tendency that I think specifically in America, in American culture is that blame, like how we blame comparative to I do have like clients that are like in the Latino and they're like, we're all family, like, let's come together style. Like, and it's so different. And that's something I've had a breakdown is like, I'm, I, I'm finding myself blaming, like, um, it could be either on political, it could be with something that happens in work or we can even. And so it's that comparison curse that we've had um, specifically, and I think as an Americans. So what what are some of the, the big things that you ask people or that you've seen in your coaching that people are kind of ingrained or those what you said is they're programmed with? Yeah, like there's a scarcity mentality, like there's not enough. That's that's a big one. Right. And, and I've had that, too. There's like there's a scarcity mentality. You know, again, we were growing up with, you know, close the door. The AC is on, you know, close the refrigerator. You always turn the lights off. You're wasting electricity like there's not enough. So shut everything down. <laughs> and so we've been programmed like that. Right. You have to go to school. You have to graduate. You have to go to college. You have to get a career. You have to get a 401k that like that's old ways of thinking. Like all of that is like to me this nonsense and because there's so many people creating their own economy nowadays, right? Especially with the technology and, and, uh, and the gadgets that we have at our fingertips, there's no reason why people can't reach, you know, uh, larger levels of success in life. So for me, what I see is a lot of scarcity mentality. Again, a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of the programming, and it's just me coming to them as a coach and disrupting their mind, right? As the mindset disruptor, being able to disrupt their, old ways of thinking or their normal ways of thinking or what they see as normal and disrupting all of that, shaking it all around and then bringing them a new programming and a new way of thinking. And once you can help someone create that new way of thinking, I'm telling you, like the results that I get from some of my clients are just incredible. And it's because no one told them, hey, listen, you can go after whatever you want in life. And guess what? You can have it too. Right. You have your cake and eat it, too. I know you hear that. Right. You can't have your, that. That's one of those programs. Right. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Right. We hear how many times have we heard that? But the reality is, is that you can have your cake and eat it, too. And uh, and that's what I show my clients what to do, how to get the cake and eat it when they get it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So final question. It's a two part question. First is like people are apologizing because they may make others feel less than because they're like, I have no excuses. 
like I'm living with no excuses. And like, I guess it kind of gets in that comparison, like uh curse that some people don't want to make others feel bad because they're saying that, but they're apologizing. They're saying, I am not sorry for living with no excuses. What advice would you give to them? Yeah, absolutely. I would tell them, Hey, listen, if I'm able to do whatever, everything that I'm doing and I'm doing it uh, from a wheelchair, how much more do you think that you'd be capable of if you really applied yourself? Like what excuses do you have in your life that you need to get rid of? And we'll have, and I, and I'm, and again, I'm not afraid to have those conversations and that real talk and being transparent and authentic with my clients, because, you know, if you're fluffy, then there's nothing really going to result from fluffiness. We've seen it over and over and over. You have to really get, you know, real down to the root of things. And again, not in a in a condescending or, you know, demeaning type of way, but in love, like being real with them and showing them like, hey, listen, what is the deal here? Like, why aren't you seeing results in your life? Why aren't you becoming successful? Why don't you have the things that you want in life? What are you currently doing? Okay, well, is that working for you? Then how long have you been doing that? Oh, I've been doing it for 10 years. Well, that's insanity. You're crazy for doing that for 10 years. We need to figure out a new way of doing things. How can we do that? I, I want to help you do that. And then I'll just start asking questions and, and I'll dig deep and get to the root. Okay, well, then that sounds like that's what's stopping you from reaching the goals that you want to reach. Do you think that that's an excuse? At the end of the day, most of the time it's an excuse, right? So I'm like, hey, listen, don't let the guy in the wheelchair beat you. I'm just telling you that because it's not going to be a good look for you <laughs> if the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> and I say it jokingly, right? But, I, I, but I'm serious as well. Like, hey, listen, I lived a defeated life. I lived a life of, um, of disqualification, of not being accepted. And I know what that looks like. I know what it feels like. I know what it sounds like. I know what it tastes and smells like, right? But I also know how to overcome that. And I want to help you do that. And so if you're willing to allow me to help you, then we're going to go ahead and see some great results. Are you ready to remove all the excuses? If yes, let's rock and roll. If not, then we're probably not a good fit. So powerful. And I guess the second part that would greatly flow into this, um, people love what you're saying. They want to reach out and talk to you more. How can they do that? Absolutely. They can reach out to me uh, via my website, which is joseinspires.com. Very simple, very unified. All of my social media is at joseinspires as well. And uh, you can just check out what I'm doing. You can check out the books that I've written. You can check out the courses that I have and uh, the coaching. You can reach out to me and we can go ahead and see what we can do with you and for you. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much for joining me today and all that have listened in. This has been such a great conversation. So inspiring. Uh, so yes, Jose, I, you inspire. <laughs> uh, thank you. What I also wanted to do uh, for you, Emily, and, and all of your, uh, your viewers and your audience and listeners is I wanted to give a free gift if that's, if that's, if that's possible. There's no strings attached, right? Everybody oh, likes free stuff, right? So if you want to uh, have a special audio C uh, MP3 download, downloadable, just go to freegift.joseinspires.com. Again, that's freegift.joseinspires.com. Just uh, put your name in, download the file and enjoy it and, and, and enjoy the MP3. It's called the power of showing up. And so since you guys showed up to listen and watch this interview, I want to go ahead and give you a free gift on the power of showing up and what can happen when you show up for life. Amen to that one. Well, I appreciate you for that so much. And uh, I know the audience will as well. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your passion. 
just thank you for being you unapologetically bold you <laughs> as you continue like i said to inspire so and thank you to the audience that listened in i hope you all have an amazing and blessed day Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Unapologetically Bold, I'm Not Sorry For. If this touched you in any way, please like and subscribe and share with your friends as we continue the message of being unapologetically bold by being hot humans who are humble, open, and transparent. See you next time.